I have to tell you, I'm on my, I'm in my car because we're going to Disneyland. How about that? And you're coming to pick me up on the way. All right. Yeah. I hope you're ready. <laughs> well, we're in a little traffic. That's okay. That's all right. All right. I appreciate. Right. Look, man, I appreciate you taking the time to ha- to have a chat when you're on your way to Disneyland. I mean, that's a, uh, that's usually a big deal. So yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Well, uh, of course, Jim Cummings, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's an absolute honor to have you uh, on on here, mate. I'm a big fan, been a long time fan of yours. So uh, thank you. Well, my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me out to play. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, you're coming back down to Australia for Supernova. And uh, mate, we can't yep. wait to see you. Uh, how are you feeling about coming back down, having a bit of a working holiday maybe? Uh, oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, I enjoy these. I have a great time with them. I always do every time. Nice. You know, it's great to meet people, and and uh, it, they'll come up with, "Oh my God, do the voice, do the voice, do the voice." And I'll, <laughs> Ooh, I'll do pick other No, no, that mailman number two and that one show from, and it's like, oh my gosh. So it's all something, something to learn. It's a, it's a. Beautiful- Mate, uh, well, your resume is incredibly intimidating. And, of course, I mean, you, you've got all your main characters like Pooh and Tigger and, and Darkwing Duck and, and Taz. The list is just massive. Uh, have you found that people have spoken to you about certain characters and it's changed over the years, which their favorites, I guess, depending which part of the, you are in the world or, or yeah, time? A little, yeah, a, a bit. You know, um, some are evergreen, you know, Pooh and Tigger. Yes. Uh, and I have to say Darkwing Duck. There's uh, Disney Plus is a new uh, streaming service that we have. here. I'm, I don't know if it's there, but uh, mm-hmm. and it's uh, re- revitalized a lot of the old Disney afternoon shows. Darkwing Duck being one of them. Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, uh, you know, the gummy bears. And uh, so it's interesting because, you know, I'll go to a convention and I'll be a seven year old cosplaying as Darkwing Duck. And I'll say, well, that's good. That that show went off the air 20 years before you were born. And, <laughs> you know, and it's all Disney Plus. Mate. So it's it. I've got generations of fans and certain characters. Well, I'm one of them, of course. I mean, I, I'm pretty yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you've played a part in every franchise known to man. And pretty much all the ones I grew up with, like Transformers and Batman, Star Wars, Ghostbusters. And this one. This one, of course, I have to show you, is a very important one. Is okay. Leatherhead from Ninja Turtles. Yes. yes. I hear your voice every time I look at this thing. It's on my shelf at home. A good-looking guy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we we kind of look the same, sort of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's better. He's better looking than me. But <laughs> well, the, um, you know, I have a main philosophy that if you do a perfect impression of someone that nobody knows, that's a new character. And if you do a terrible impression of somebody everybody knows, they don't even know who you're doing. That's a new character. Well, Leatherhead was the former. He was he he was a dead-on impression of my very first tugboat captain when I was on the Mississippi River in New Orleans. I was nineteen. I was a deckhand, and uh, and I went on there, and there was this guy. He was about seventy-nine year old, and he talked just like that. And uh, so it's very interesting. You know, I, I often wondered a few years later if his grandkids were going, hey, Grandpa, uh, 
this alligator here? Uh, and of course, from uh, Australia, he would have been a crocodile. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The longest snout. <laughs> but, but mate, you you uh, you got me then. I just had one of those like little little memory spasms when I was younger. Oh, you good. know, doing the voice. You you know, you probably hear that all the time. But uh, you know. Right. I love it. I love it. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> I mean, there's rumors now. There's rumors on how you got started as uh, a voice actor. Now, some say you were bitten by another voice actor by a full moon. Is that mm, maybe? Or you were discovered in a video store, working in a video store. Uh, let's set the record straight. Who, how, what was the beginning? Where'd you get discovered? Well, I was, I was bitten by the owner of a video store. Oh, okay. Both of those put together. No, I I uh, I, I made my uh, first demo tape when I was managing a video store in Anaheim Hills, California, and um, I just you know I, I had this little cassette and I handed it around, and uh, one of the guys um, that that one of my customers knew a fellow named Frank Brandt, God rest his soul, and he was gearing up to do a Dumbo Circus for the brand new. Uh, channel called Disney something and uh, you may have heard of it but uh, in <laughs> the mid 80s when when uh, cable TV was just just taking off and so um, they needed programming and this fellow had uh, 65 uh, episodes ready to go and it was called Dumbo Circus and it was people in costume they were walkarounds and so they needed to get voices so they, you know, Lionel, uh, the lion came from Timothy Mouse from Dumbo, but they couldn't have, uh, even though it was a, a little person, mm. Sharon Bear was four foot two. Uh, that's still a pretty big mouse. So they had to change from Timothy Mouse to Lionel Lion. And I auditioned for it and got the job. And we were doing two shows a week for, uh, you know, the better part of, well, over a year, over a year. Uh you know, they kind of staggered them. And at that point, I had an agent that was getting regular auditions and doing radio commercials, TV commercials. And, you know, one thing led to another. And now here I get to talk to you. I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, what an incredible career you've had, man. And, and I know you probably get asked a million times over the years and you get told how, you know, hearing those familiar voices uh, you know, in movies or series triggers an emotional response in people. And it, it's had such a massive impact on people's lives. And I guess it's even probably saved some. You probably hear that from time to time. How does that make you feel when people come up to yeah. you and, and tell you those things? Well, it's great because then, you know, I can balance it out with my karma and going back to being just a pure weasel. <laughs> you know, I, no, it's it's a gift. It's a it's a blessing. It's a true blessing. I don't I take I, I don't take myself seriously, but I take my career seriously. Yes. Because I, of course I a lot to them. And I've had, you know, any number of people say that Winnie the Pooh was like a talisman for them, you know, to mm. you know, if they if they can only cling to Pooh or Pooh's words or his phrases or this or that, you know, that it it got them through some very, very unbelievably tough times. And, uh, you know, and I've got tons of stories like that and it's, and it's, it's an honor. It is. It's an honor. I, I, like I say, I, I, I don't take myself seriously, but I take my, my, my work seriously, Absolutely. which is interesting because I do cartoon voices, but as seriously as one can take cartoon character voices. Who was that for you? 
I mean, obviously, you know, Mel Blank is is probably yeah. a big deal. But was there someone that you you look to? Well, you know, I always thought Paul Fries was really cool. Yeah. And and definitely Mel Blanc. I've told the story a million times that I, uh, when I was five years old, uh, there was a show on television called the Jack Benny program. Mm. He was a comedian back in the day and a big, very famous guy. Well, he had Mel Blanc on as a, a character, you know, one of his, one of his crew, you know, one of his, uh, you know, standard uh, people that were on the show. And uh, he was out there doing a bit uh, and Mel was dressed in a sombrero and a serape looking like, you know, and then of course the three piece suit. So he said, uh, so Jack Benny said to him something like, uh, so it's good to uh, see you here today. Uh, is it, uh, what, I'm sorry, what is your name? Sigh. Oh, good. I, and and uh, you're having a good time here on the show? See. <laughs> okay and uh what everything was s-o-s-i-s you know so uh my dad says you know that's the guy who who does um does all those characters that you, you know it's saturday morning that back then it was it was all on saturday morning here in the states and he did daffy duck and tasmanian devil and bugs bunny and on and on and i went oh my gosh and i remember thinking well he doesn't have to stand in the corner for being a little weirdo so i think i'll do that and i was five years old so you know, I had a purpose right then. Man. A very long shot purpose. But it... <laughs> incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. Has it has there been a story arc that one of your characters has gone through that has had an emotional um, effect on you? Something that you had to put yourself into into their shoes that that has sort of stuck with you? Uh, well, you know, Ray from Princess and the Frog was very near and dear to my heart. Oh yeah, you know, and he he had a he had a heart of gold, and and uh, you know, I just thought the world of that little guy, and that was one of the hardest scenes I ever had to do, honestly, to uh, to die. You know, yeah, which was interesting. So, uh, but yeah, he he was very near and dear to my heart, no doubt about it. I'm not gonna lie, I cried like a baby. When that was, I went to the movies and saw that with my daughter. She's like, Are "You crying?" And I'm like, "No, yeah, no." <laughs> Got me good. Right. Well, you know, the women love a man with a big back pouch. <laughs> How good is it? <laughs> but uh, another thing is, of course, music has played a big part in your life. I mean, I, I believe you used to be a drummer, and uh, you're, you're a singer, you're a vocalist as well. So. Uh, how does that sort of play its part in your performances, even to to this day? Well, you know, I I, uh, I certainly, and I've talked this over with friends of mine like Rob Paulson, Jess, right now. Um, there are certain characters that have a certain rhythm to them, a certain mm. musicality. To, like I am the terror that flaps in the night. You know, and there's a certain something there that hooks onto you. Yeah. And I and I've noticed a lot of uh, singers. Are, are, are voice actors a lot of voice actors are singers and the best of each do both uh i could be wrong no, but no, no. uh i'm not <laughs> <laughs> i could be wrong but i'm no. but uh no it's just an observation you know and i think it's just because you know you're used to putting everything mm. uh and in, into the microphone as opposed to the camera you know i've, I've done any number of sessions with uh 
actor on camera actors and it'll be his line and the guy'll stand there and he'll look very pensive. And then he'll look kind of sad. And then he just might be mad and, and the microphone hears this. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's all in the yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's so you know, you gotta gotta dance with the one that brung you. That's right. That's right. Have you ever have you ever had a jam with uh like like dudes like Jess Harnell, you know, because he's oh, yeah. a, he's a rock and roll dude. Have you ever got behind the oh, kit and had a jam? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, everybody on the uh, the Tasmania show. Mm. Speaking of Tasmania, and where we almost are, um, <laughs> everybody on there was a, a musician or a singer or a, dr- a drummer, or a guitar player, and we all realized that about eight or ten shows in, and we thought, well, gee, well, let's we should do we should let's get a band. You know, and so I busted out my congas and Debbie Derryberry sang and Rob Paulson sang. Jess Arnell was in and out of it and Keith Baxter and and the whole gang. And, uh, you know, we, we just uh, had a great old time and we'd play at Children's Hospital. Uh, we played at the Disney off road. I, I forget what it was, but it was in Burbank and, and we played benefits and it was a lot of fun. You know, and then the kids would come by and, you know, we'd sign autographs for them. And it, it was it, those good old days, no doubt about it. And uh, what what was your playing drums? What was your what was your influences? Were you a rock and roll dude? I don't know if you can tell. I'm a bit of a heavy metal, death metal dude, but I, I've always yeah. picked up a bit of a rock and roll thing about you, especially Jess. That's pretty obvious. But, oh, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's yeah. who, who's who was your influences as a drummer? Who who got you going? Well. Uh, actually, one of my favorite in- influences as a drummer is a good buddy of mine. It was Danny Seraphin from Chicago. Yeah, man. I uh, always loved him. And I loved Hal Blaine, who was the king of sessions. And, uh, you know, Buddy Rich, of course, oh. Gene Krupa, you know, and different people. And Billy Cobham is another. Man. So, uh, yeah. And I got to tell you, Ringo Starr is, uh, I like him because he's a musician who happens to be a drummer, you know, and he approaches it. He plays music. He just so happens to do it on drums. I think he's one of the most underrated guys ever. I agree. I agree. Some of the best. Beatle, but he's still underrated as a drummer. (laughs) Some Man, I'll tell you what. (laughs) Sorry, man. No, I said, we're not worried about him. No, (laughs) no, he's still, he's still going. (laughs) Well, man, uh, what else is coming up for you? I mean, you've got, this is your trip down under. Uh, yes, I'm definitely got my trip down under, and we've got a another uh, iteration of Mickey Mouse coming up. Mickey Mouse Funhouse. Yep. Uh, there is a little thing for Warner Brothers out there with John Cena, the uh, former wrestler actor type, and uh, it's going to be re- very interesting. It's called Coyote versus Acme. Oh, coming to it near you. So stay tuned. <laughs> That sounds incredible. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I've seen the amount of it, and it's really good. It's really bodacious. It's quite a lot of fun. Man. And it's kind of rabbit stop, but they have the tunes right there, right in with the on-camera actors. It's going to be good. Who Can you tell us who you play, or is that uh, under wraps? Is that sort of like an Uh, angel will come out of the sky, if you tell me? No, I, I hope not. No, it's definitely Taz. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. 
You know, it's. I will say that voice sounds a lot. I don't know if you know who Max Cavalera is, but uh, it's, it sounds like the Taz voice is very sounds like from a band called Sepultura. So check that out. A what? From a what? A band called Sepultura. Well, he does his own Soulfly now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds oh, like yes, that. Yes, I. Yeah. Yes, yeah. They're they're. A... I'm losing you. I'm losing you. Hey, God, are you there? I think I think the yep. uh, well I think the Warner Brothers P I think they they've got the Acme helicopters coming over to block our signal or something. <laughs> I think right. I've looked. Well, I hope not. Uh, they they can hear everything. They know where you live. But uh, Jim, it has been absolutely incredible having you on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time. We're going to have all the links down here for Supernova. Um, oh, good, 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 mate. That was, that was, I was just about to ask you that. That's wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, am I going to you? Sorry. Shall I see you when we get there? Oh, absolutely. Sorry. We got the delay happening. Yes. I will be. My wife? I'll be on the Gold oh, Coast. Yeah, no. Okay. Great. Well, I'll be the guy with the beautiful blonde lady. Oh, excellent. I'm going to be the guy with the big tall guy and, um, the beard. So, and I will oh, come okay. up. I'll give you, and I'll give you a big hug if we're allowed, because I love you. But, uh, mate, thank you so much again. Enjoy Disneyland, okay. and we will see you very soon, my friend. All right, I'll tell them you said hello. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Thank Take you. care. Bye bye. Bye.